0: all right so we're gonna get into our first review of the day um and that is going to be for scott pilgrim takes off scott pilgrim is the anime that is on netflix is the adaptation of the comic scott pilgrim a very famous comic that came out had its own movie adaptation Uh, which, well, that flopped like crazy, but it became a cult hit and remained in people's hearts forever um, since then. Um, And that's how I kind of got exposed to Scott Pilgrim was through the movie. Um, Did you already, were you already a fan of the comic before you saw the movie?
1: No, I've actually never sat and read the whole comic myself, just in little chunks and pieces. So that's still something I
0: plan on uh, getting around to. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: And the movie, I think it's, Almost, I, I'd say it's perfect. It's hard to have any flaw with this movie. When I saw it, I was like, man, this is really good. Um, I think it captures, it's like this, it, you know, I, do you think it kind of gets lost in the translation of like comic book movies when people say like, what is the best comic book movie ever made? Do you think people kind of overlook this a little bit?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. This is like, this is easily in like the top five comic, like best comic book adaptations, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, just how they were able to kind of adapt that style of the comic into live action and, you know, do it so well. And then Edgar Wright, who, you know, I don't think he, Edgar Wright doesn't really have a bad movie in his in his filmography, really. Um, Not that know. I can think of. Um, there's some I like a little bit lesser, but I think, you know, you know, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, I mean, and then it's this, it's just like he was really at his peak here. I mean, just back to back to back. I mean, he had a great run. Um, and what they were kind of able to do with the creativeness, the inventiveness here, uh, the cast, the characters also is just very well-remembered for where you had, when you look at the cast here, um, all of them went on to be really successful, you know what I mean? Even continuously. If you have Michael Sarah, you have Anna Kendrick, uh, you had Brie Larson in this, you had Brandon Routh in this, you had Chris Evans in this, uh, all of whom return uh, for Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Um, Except for the actors who play the twins that never talked. <laughs> uh, at least the, the twins finally get their justice. They finally get to talk some air. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, if you don't know about the concept of Scott Pilgrim, so Scott Pilgrim is all about, uh, you know, the character of Scott Pilgrim who dreams about this girl. This dreams about Ramona, comes into his dreams, and then he gets all of a sudden becomes obsessed. And then he sees her at a party, and immediately says, "Like, I got to get with this girl. This girl is literally the girl of my dreams, literally." Um, and but there's a small little kind of hiccup there. It's like, well, if you're gonna date me, um, you also have to battle my seven evil exes who have a whole league that is determined to beat the shit out of anybody who ever tries to hook up with me. Um, have you ever had a Ramona in your life there, Sage?
1: No, no, nothing, nothing
0: like that. <laughs> had a, a girl, dire hair, you know, never had that A little bit, maybe bipolar.
1: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> never uh, never quite the, the, the boss battles though.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I think life would be a lot more fun if people just turned into coins when they died. I mean, I think so.
1: I'd have more money, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, the murder rate would probably go through the roof. I mean, the I, I, murder would probably go through the skyrocket, but at least it'd be more fun, I think. It, it'd be yeah. more cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's how the concept here. So in this series, we are going to go into a little bit of spoilers here, uh, just in case you haven't seen uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off, just to warn you. Uh, but we we're going to talk about before, we'll let you know the warning beforehand we get into that, but in order to go a little bit more in depth and to uh, get into some complaints that people have had about the series. We have to go into a little bit of a further spoiler discussion about that. But that's kind of the general setup um, here with the series. Um, and you you do have that. And you have the, really a great supporting cast as well um, in this show. Like we mentioned Scott, who's the main character. Uh, but there's also his girlfriend, Ramona. There's also his sister. Uh, there's also, uh, his sister's name is, I believe it's Julie, is it not? Uh, Julie is Aubrey Plaza's
1: character. That's the sister's co-worker. The sister's um, co-worker? Yeah. Oh. I, I, well, what is the sister's name now? Uh, yeah, Anna, Anna Kendrick is the sister, and then uh, Aubrey Plaza is Julie.
0: Aubrey Plaza is Julie, and Anchor is Stacy. Stacy's the Stacey name. Stacy. Uh, you have Chris Evans, who's Lucas Lee. You have uh, Kieran Culkin, who's uh, Wallace Wells, who Kieran Culkin is now on uh, Succession. People love him on that show, Succession. Mm. Um, you also have, uh, let's see here, Brie Larson, who's in the Adams, who plays for the rival band. Well, not even really rival band, because they're so much more successful than Scott yeah. and his crappy band. Uh, you know, you have that, who she's the lead singer of Clash at the, the Demon Heads, I believe is the name of the band yeah. there. Uh, Allison Pills plays Kim Pine, who's the drummer of Scott's band, who the Scott's band's name is Sex Bomb. Uh, you also have Brandon Routh, who's Todd Ingram, who's a uh, guitarist or bassist uh, in the Damonhead band. Jason Schwartzman, who's the leader of the evil exes there. Gideon Graves. Uh, you also have uh, Johnny Sims uh, Simmons, who plays Young Neil, who makes a you know, return here. Um, so, yeah. And also Mark Weber, Stephen Stills, who's also a member of the band as well. Um, and then Ellen Wong, uh, who plays Knives Chow, who I guess now, since this series has popped up, Again, you know what I mean? And to media, there's that age gap uh, discourse that's been brought back of like the fact that Scott is, you know, in his guys in his early 20s, dating a 17 year old girl, a girl literally in high school. Uh, What's your opinion on that there?
1: Well, I think it's creepy and I think it was always creepy. (laughs) I I think it was always supposed to be. I mean, I think the original both the movie and the original comic, all of the other characters are like, dude, stop it, dude. That's weird. Like that's like half the dialogue in the opening chapter uh of the story <laughs> and so it's funny to me to see people complain that this show points it out a little more because i feel like the movie and the comic also pointed it out and so i'm not sure i don't know. i'm just not sure how that went over people's heads i guess
0: yeah uh yeah like you say in the show i mean they kind of pointed out and in the comic they pointed out and in the movie you'll see they'll point it out of like wait you're dating a high schooler like she's in high school like high school I mean, high the, the- school
1: the second that he brings her, uh, brings Ramona around, uh, the drummer says, Scott, you should break up with your fake high school girlfriend. Right? Like, the, the second that he even starts talking about anything else, they're all, oh, everyone is all over him to be like, dude, you really need to take care
0: of this. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a huge, really supporting cast. And that's what a lot of people really loved about the Scott Pilgrim universe is having all these huge cast of characters um, played by all these really good actors who are returning to voice these characters. Um, I will say the animation of it really amazing. Really does a great job at capturing, I think, the the, the comic there very well. Um, here, uh, what do you th- what did you think about kind of the animation here?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think it's a pretty much a perfect replication of the comic art style. I mean, you know, I love the movie, and I think it does such a such a great job at translating into live action. But if there's one thing the movie's missing it's the memorable art style. So like it's, it's really nice to have this kind of secondary adaptation so that you can get a feel for how that looks in motion. Uh, I think it's really well done. Uh, Science Saru is a great uh, studio. I've, I've, I've seen a few different projects, and I've never, never been disappointed in the work.
0: Yeah. Um, and there's some things that you can do in animation that you just can't do in live action. I just can't really translate yeah. all that well. And I think that's one of the benefits of it being uh, animated here. Um and you know you see kind of with this I mean yeah it just seems like it just ripped off the page of the comic which is really good. Um you'll see a lot of the also good fight sequences here that you're very familiar with in the comic. Um I don't think there's really a whole lot of them too much um which is maybe a little bit one of my complaints. Uh what did you kind of think about that? Like did you think there wasn't enough fight sequences here?
1: You know honestly while I was watching it I was I was I was very engaged just with the the way that the character dynamics were playing off of each other. That I, I got to the end and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, there weren't that many fight sequences in here. Um, but I guess it didn't really bother me. I, I felt like there was a, so much going on and the animation was still dynamic and fast paced in, in other ways. That kind of still made it visually pleasing for me. Um, yeah, it, it didn't really that didn't really stick out, I guess, too much. To me. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I could kind of see when somebody kind of pointed that out, like, because, you know, the fight scenes, when they do happen, they are really fun. They are really exciting. Um, There's a fight sequence with Lucas Lee uh, where he fights a whole bunch of ninjas, like paparazzi ninjas. And that sequence (laughs) is really fun. Uh, There's a really creative sequence where uh, Ramona fights one of her evil exes. And it's uh, Roxy, who's uh, played Mm. by uh, Mae Whitman who they are fighting in, a, in a, like a movie uh, video store, movie video store, and they're going to all the different movies and everything like that. Like, that's really creative, and that was really a lot of fun. Uh, so, you know, I, I do understand, when, like, when they happen, you know, they are a lot of fun, and people maybe want to see more of that. Um, but I think... No, I could totally
1: um, understand that,
0: yeah. Um, but I think also a lot of what this series, it deals with a lot of emotional growth and, and character growth and, you know, confronting oneself, which I think a lot of what the comic and the movie... Uh, did as well what what do you think about that in the series and what the series uh, had to say here
1: yeah no I think you're right I think I think that's that's very much present in the comic it's very much present in the movie but I think this is this I guess do we even call it an adaptation I suppose because it starts it diverges pretty heavily uh, fairly early on Um, but I do feel like it almost is a second opportunity to explore that character growth on a deeper level. And at times it almost feels like, like you said, there are people that were like upset that it was being pointed out, <laughs> that Scott was being a little creepy in, in, the, in the original story. It almost feels like it's character growth specifically spelled out harder for people who maybe didn't quite get the point of the story the first time. It's like, all right, dude, this not quite land for everybody or did this almost go over people's heads well here's an even more kind of introspective look at past relationships and kind of how you can you know you can grow from them or how you can stagnate from them as a person too like there's there's this really interesting because uh you know in the original movie you don't spend a ton of time with each of the villains and Mm. i think that's You know, here I feel like we really dive in and develop almost all of them. I feel like the twins, again, maybe are like the exception. Uh, But everybody else gets like, I feel like really gets explored as like a how did they move on from those right relationship dynamics and how do they actually grow from them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The benefit of it being an eight episode series, even though the episodes are about 24 minutes, so you can finish this in like a day. You know what I mean? You can finish, oh, like, yeah. a, a few hours, you can finish this, because each is all about just, like, 24-something minutes. Um, is that you're able to explore more of the exits, you know, stuff that we only got hints of, like, their backstories and what happened, of, like, what led to the breakup. Here, you're able to really fully uh, dive into it and, and get into the reason why, you know, things kind of fell apart. And, you know, it's it's also people confronting, like, when breakup happened, you know, like, sometimes, you know, maybe it's both people's faults, maybe just, you know, something happened, you know and like you see like a little bit with the Lucas Lee character him talking to Ramona is like you know when you just you know you helped me and like she taught him how to skate and you know helped him out and gave him all this confidence and then all of a sudden it's just nothing you know you just left me it's like damn that that kind of hurt my feelings you know what I mean like you know it's like you just see see this dude sulking it's like that kind of really hurt you know and the same thing with Roxy where she was just kind of like we dated for the bit and just all of a sudden you just ghosted and just nothing, you know, and just treated me like I was nothing. So it, it kind of delves into those things and kind of gets into that emotional pain. And then it's also a little bit of Ramona confronting those things about maybe what she did um, in those relationships there. And like, why, you know, are they evil exes, uh, so to speak? Um, and, and then with the Scott of, you know, we're going to get into it with Scott of him confronting, you know, kind of himself kind of like what he did in in the movie where he faces off like a, a negative version of himself um here it's also kind of present as well
1: i'd also love to just point out just again for for anyone who thought that he wasn't supposed to be a douchebag in the original when he meets his negative like self and fights him in the, in the movie the whole takeaway at the end of that scene is him going like oh yeah he was like a super nice guy which is implying that regular scott isn't right like <laughs> It's just a small thing where, again, it's like there's all these little things pointing out how not a great person he is. Yeah.
0: Um, watching this uh, animated series also kind of made me nostalgic for Scott Pilgrim again, you know what I mean? Uh, going back to it, the music especially, like the opening sequence Oh yeah, um, is really well done here. Like that music, what they do with rock music uh, and incorporate kind of the video game type stuff. Um, and then the soundtrack of like Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the movie, probably one of the best movie soundtracks I think ever. Probably. Oh God, yeah, that's a fantastic. Soundtrack. Yeah, kind of like this anime rock kind of theme to it, which is really nice. I think it's really popular. You know, sometimes I'll skip the intros a little bit with Netflix stuff, you know, because I'm like kind of just trying to get through it. I was like, okay, I, you know, I kind of got to get through this. But no, I always kind of watched this. I thought it was really fun, really poppy, really a good beat to it. I was like, yeah, I would definitely. I have did it do. Too. It helped yeah. that it was only so many episodes, too. Yeah, you know what I mean. That also kind of helped too. Um, so yeah, uh, any kind of negatives for you with the show? Really that much?
1: Um, gosh, you know, I, I I was really trying to come up with some just so that I would have some some criticism coming into this. Um, but. I I honestly, I wanted it to be longer. (laughs) Maybe is 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 my biggest complaint. Is I I I was like sad. I was like, oh, that was so fun and enjoyable, and deeper than I was expecting. That I was I was like, oh, I'm I'm kind of sad that it's over already. Um, I I'm curious to see if they'll do any more because I could I could I feel like the way that it ends, it it feels like it could be wrapped up, or maybe there could be another round to it, but um yeah i i i was i was super pleasantly surprised by this i was kind of going in like thinking like oh it's just, this is just going to be like the same story again just done in animation and it'll be fun to see it done that way um but it was it was it was heartfelt and and it had a just yeah just a lot to it that i wasn't anticipating
0: yeah yeah, I would agree. I think it is heartfelt. I think it has a lot of good to say about relationships, um, you know, especially when, you know, you're at that age, because a lot of these characters, 20 something, early 20s, still trying to figure things mm-hmm. out, you know, figure relationships out, you know, and, and, and it has a, kind of a lot to say about that. And just so visually appealing to just even see the series, even if you don't like where the story goes. I mean, just to even just look at all the visual gags that are here going on, like the stuff with Brandon Routh as Todd Ingram because he's a vegan, and then he's <laughs> you know got like a you know big bucket of chicken, and he's just you know kind of consuming there, eating uh, Toronto food there. Um, he goes to train; he's running on a treadmill, eating uh, like lettuce and, and you know like all that spinach. Like lots the, of great visual gags with him. I mean, a lot of stuff there is is just really good there. The voice work in it. Uh, do you think? 'Cause sometimes it's not always a good, you know, where actors who mostly do just kind of, you know, live action stuff, try to do voice acting, usually sometimes don't work out. Do you think it works pretty well here?
1: Yeah, I I, I think it does. I think and it part of it maybe it helps that it's it's the same cast, you've seen play the same characters. And in when they played them in live action, they also you know, pretty much everyone in that cast knew just how hard to ham it up and kind of play it like a cartoon. I mean, it's, you know, the most, in a good way, cartoony live action movie I've probably ever seen. And so I think that helps that transit, translation happen here with these actors.
0: Mm, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a pleasure that they were able to get everyone back again to, to do this. Um, that also is a really great thing. Um, and I don't I've never heard anyone complain about the casting of any of these people. I thought everybody thought it was pretty spot on and pretty they they played their jobs really, really well here. Um, so yeah, I, I thought they worked really well. So it was great seeing them again uh, back to voice these roles and play these roles again. And, you know, it's just not them just doing the same material over again. Um, and we're gonna be getting into that a little bit more, which I also kind of liked a little bit. But I can understand some, maybe some of the frustration. Um yeah, I mean, do you think that, you know, maybe is it too early to say that this animated series for you is maybe on par with the movie in the comic or better than the comic or the movie or?
1: Um, I would say on par, honestly. I mean, I think I think to me it feels like a sequel. In a lot of ways, um, it feels it like, yeah, like an extension, like uh, rather than even an adaptation, I, I, yeah, I feel like it's a it's a it's an extension. Of the themes, but explore it in a different way. And yeah, we already have, you know, the original work. We have one adaptation that I think, at least most people seem to agree, pretty much nailed it the first time. So almost, you know, why why not do something a little different? Um, And I think that I think that's that's kind of what it needed to be, honestly. And I I wasn't necessarily going in thinking that, but in hindsight, I'm so happy that's what.
0: Yeah. So what would be your final rating for it?
1: I'd give it, I'd give it a high, I'd give it like a high peak. I guess maybe the only thing that would hold it back at all is just, I, I, I honestly just wish it was, there was just a little more of it. I wish there was just uh, I got to sit and take it in for a little longer.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would think I would go to peak territory. I mean, just all the stuff that it does, the humor of it, I think works really well. I think when it does the action stuff, it does the action stuff incredibly well uh, there. Um, it's a lot of fun to see. Um, it's great having these actors come back and, and play these roles. Um, and I, th- I think if it, I don't know if it was you telling me or uh, maybe it was Nick who said that if one person said no to this, um, then they were going to recast the whole thing. Um, oh, you wow. know, I, you know, if that there. So that's how important a lot of these actors were to this. And and I think they they bring it back very well. Um, and it's exciting to be back in the Scott Pilgrim universe again. Didn't know how much I missed it till it was, I guess, gone there. Um, and you know, and it also has a video game as well, which the video game is also very fun as well. If you want to see kind of a more of a direct uh, adaptation there, and I've seen you play the video game before. Yeah, um, just on-
1: just recently we did a full playthrough uh, on my on my channel. We got the VODs up on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Um. So you also have that as well in case you wanted some more too. You know. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, kind of fun. Um, yeah, I we're going to get into it. I understand a lot of the frustrations people had with it, um, but I also appreciate this thing for, like you said, being more of kind of a continuation and being a, just another story within the Scott Pilgrim universe, uh, which is something I didn't expect from it um, because I just kind of expected it's like, oh, you're just kind of just going to adapt the story over again, um, which is fine, you know what I mean? It's cool to see the animated series there, uh, but where it goes, it's like, oh, okay that's nice um so i could but i can understand that a little bit we're gonna get into it but for me yeah i would give it a peek um because man it is it is a lot of fun i think these eight episodes and they go by really fast i think i'm gonna rewatch it probably again you know
1: oh 100 uh, me too
0: because i probably missed tons of stuff you know what i mean While you just kind of just yeah you know just kind of soaking it in and there's tons of stuff you could probably go back to and go like, oh that or that something in the background maybe and there's a fun little thing where they bring in even Edgar Wright uh, back here and into it uh, which was Was Edgar wrong (laughs) (laughs) Edgar wrong yeah Uh, so that's kind of even cute and fun so yeah Um, I would give it a peek as well Um, so we're going to be getting into spoilers just in case uh, anybody has not seen the show or don't know know about like maybe the twist this is being called uh, we're going to get into that so fair warning there um, so the big twist, the big spoiler is that in the first episode of Scott Pilgrim takes off, it starts off as, you know, being a straight adaptation of the comic. You see Scott, you see that he dreams about Ramona. He meets Ramona, starts to date Ramona. Um, he's taking no responsibility for dating a teenage girl. Um, you know, you see all that stuff. And then he plays at a concert, you know, one of uh, Ramona's evil exes comes and challenges, challenges him. And then that evil ex is Patel. Uh, Matthew Patel Mm who comes there that's the first uh, you know evil ex that he fights Uh, and then instead of winning that fight it looks like that he actually gets killed in that fight and he's the one that gets turned into coins Um, so from there on out it's a completely kind of different story Um, and then it's Ramona kind of you know she kind of looks back and goes like wait he wasn't killed he was actually somebody kidnapped him and it's her going on a mission to actually get Scott back and discover who was the person that did kidnap him and it's her through that she's going to confronting all her evil exes and not usually in a, you know, fighting them type of way, but just usually just talking it out, you know, just talking to them and, you know, confronting them about it. Um, and that's what kind of leads to there. Um, do you, do you kind of see where people maybe had an issue with that or? I mean,
1: if, you know, if, if you were just so excited to have like a straight adaptation of the book I, I suppose I guess I guess for me it, it comes back to that thing where I think the movie just it just nailed that so well being a straight adaptation that I guess for me it just felt like do we need a second adaptation that's the exact same thing like I get that it's animated and, and that that is different um, but I, I think I, I almost would have felt the opposite as the, the people who have that complaint whereas if, if, it, if it had just been a straight adaptation. That almost would have felt maybe a little disappointing to me. Um, I can see where I can see where people are coming from if that's if that's what you were wanting, um, but I I think what they did is just so much more interesting.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean I I can see that um, where people have an issue because you know the way the show was marketed, people point as and like, well the show was marketed as you know a, a straight adaptation of Scott Pilgrim, you know of the comic. Um, and I guess I kind of see that. I mean, that's what I thought it would be. I thought it would be just, oh, you're just gonna adapt it and you're gonna make it straight from the comic. Um, and then I mean, also, I guess you could also say not so much because it is titled Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, and that's literally what he does. He he takes off, right? You know, he just kind of
1: spells it out for you,
0: you know, he leaves the story. So I guess you can kind of say it does what the title does. So it's like it's the title of it is not named after any of the other comics at all that could have been maybe a hint that it's not just going to be a straight adaptation of it. Yeah.
1: And I mean I, I also think that like despite that that difference and then the, the fact that you know I I guess what he's in 3 of the 8 episodes uh, I think in those the, the when when we do you fold him back in and you and you get back to kind of him as a character I feel like it does some really great character growth with him in that part of the story too so like it's i don't think he gets just completely you know shortchanged and just kicked out of the story entirely he's removed for a good chunk of it and that makes way for well, like you talk about how great the supporting cast of this is right and it's such a great opportunity to explore that supporting cast more and to, to let the spotlight kind of shine on each of them for a little bit longer and then when scott does kind of come back into it and we we get back to him and kind of the main that main element of the story i think it's it does some great new material with him anyway so i i don't know i i guess it it still gave me everything i would have wanted out of a scott pilgrim story
0: yeah um so it gets revealed later on that the person who actually was responsible for kidnapping scott with Scott. It was a future version of himself. It was a 47-year-old uh Scott. I think yeah, it was 47. Is it that's a uh Will Forte. <laughs> yeah, Will Forte. Um, who there was voicing older Scott. Uh how'd you like that voice uh casting for older Scott? Will Forte.
1: I enjoyed it. I mean I recognized who it was right away and, and maybe I see Will Forte more than more than anything just because I, I recognize it. But I, I don't know. I th- I thought it worked very well.
0: Yeah um yeah i thought that was yeah i thought that was kind of pretty cool i actually you know maybe thinking about a little bit it would have been cool maybe if they had jason bateman do like an arrested development kind of connection there i could honestly that would have been a great choice too Uh. uh but it's future scott so you know he's the one that grabs him brings him into the future um and tells them and his whole mission is i don't want you to hook up with ramona because if you do things are going to go terribly. We get married. We fall out. You know, now he's living the depressed 40 something life where, you know what I mean? He's just living at home with his still living with Wallace, um, (laughs) you know, just completely by himself, Uh, you know, so that's kind of there. And like I said, during those episodes, he kind of confronts that uh, there and still continues that self-improvement path of confronting. because It's almost like, the the story that we know from Scott Pilgrim versus the World that happened and that you know they lived their life and they went on happily ever after except it wasn't so happily and things went bad and it's that Scott from that timeline of that we saw from Scott Pilgrim versus the World basically comes back to the timeline in this one to change things um, which is also more of a modern thing because how many times have we seen time travel t- different timelines uh, things like that kind of alternate stories kind of going on which is very much present here. Um, How did you kind of like that with the whole kind of the main villain of the show isn't the evil exes. It's actually older old Scott is the main villain there.
1: Which, which in a way is technically still an evil ex in a a certain, if you look at it a certain way. Um, I know I thought it worked. I mean, like, you know, don't get me wrong. I do think the like alternate realities and time travel, I I am a little tired of some of that, those (laughs) elements in general in pop culture. I do think they're overdone, but I also, you know, I'm always going to leave room for if you execute it well, I'll still come back and enjoy it. And I do think that it's handled really well here Um, because it is, you know, you know, when you take the original story, you have the, you know, this new version kind of explore what the fallout of Ramona's, all of those seven relationships actually were. And then to kind of flip that lens to her and Scott's relationship, which, you know, in the original is just the end of the story happily ever, you know, like there's no there's no follow up to that. So to kind of explore it under the same lens of of growth that they apply to all the other exes, I I think it's I think that's actually really strong. Um, you know, I think I think, again, with the time travel stuff, it's it's as long as the point that you're using it to make is interesting. I don't mind. It's just often in pop culture nowadays. people like to throw it in just because it's a trend. Um, but I think it, I think it's applied in a really thoughtful way.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you know what it has to say about this older Scott and what it means to a younger Scott and them having conversations and then uh, you know him being gone, the evil exes don't really have anyone to really be mad at to funnel like the, you know to channel their anger towards really. <laughs> So now they can just kind of go like, OK, you know, she can have conversations basically with with Ramona and talk things out and kind of conflict resolution there of kind of talking about those past and those relationships, um, which I thought was pretty nice there. Um, did you think it was I hate to use this term, but kind of like a bait and switch type thing or where they kind of, you know, tease Scott, but then Ramona was the main character there.
1: I mean, yes, but I guess I also don't think that is a bad thing necessarily. Like, I think sometimes a bait and switch is is good but if if it's clever and it's well done. You make an interesting point with it. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily think that has has to have a negative connotation. To it. I know that people like to use it that way, but um, sometimes a, sometimes a bait and switch can be a pleasant surprise, and I, I think this fits that.
0: Yeah, and there was some fun stuff they did in this kind of. Alternate timeline type thing where because Patel beats Scott, he's got a lot of confidence and he goes to challenge Gideon to be the head of the evil exes and to run it. And he beats him and then he takes his money, he takes everything and he becomes super rich. (laughs) Uh, They basically swap places and he becomes Gideon becomes like a total loser. Um, and I thought (laughs) that was really nice. Um, and then there's a funny kind of little thing here where, uh, they base a movie off of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, they are like actually in the show, like they bring in Edgar wrong, who is doing Scott Pilgrim versus the world inside the series here. And you get Lucas mm-hmm. Lee to actually play Scott there. <laughs> uh, so I think that's kind of yeah. fun.
1: I thought that all the the levels of meta there, I, I think one of my favorite of the, the villains, villain subplots where their lives changed, you know, because of the, the that initial change is, uh todd uh just falling head over heels for wallace and just breaking up with brie larson over over this like tiny little movie set fling that they have and then his just like losing his his (laughs) his uh uh energy or or whatever to be to be vegan and to be that to be this powerful and the way he just kind of slumps it's it brandon ralph to me i think just had such a good comedic timing for all this
0: um Yeah, there's a lot of different, you know, change and kind of dynamics in relationships. Like we see at the end of the series, like maybe Lucas Lee maybe has a thing for Kim Pine now, um where, you know, he kind of loses his career as a movie actor and he just kind of works as a barista now, uh, <laughs> yeah. which was kind of fun there.
1: Doing uh, like a Chippendales barista routine.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, they did kind of look like, yeah, he's basically, I mean, he was showing off there, yeah, Chippendales type stuff, Magic Mike barista <laughs> there. Um, so yeah, I mean I watched I think, that spin off, honestly. Yeah, just him flexing, yeah, serving up people's coffee there. Why uh, not? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think there was, yeah, a lot of good fun stuff they do. You can say exploring more of the side characters there, but I get people say, Well, I I just want to, you know, I want to see Scott. This is Scott Pilgrim show. You know, it's called Scott Pilgrim. I want to see Scott Pilgrim. So I I I get that. Um, it just didn't bother me that much. I was like, Well, I still think there's a lot of other great stuff here um in terms of you know, talking about relationships and self improvement and growth, um, here as well. And it's not like Scott is completely just done away in the story. Um, I think he still also has some level of importance there as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, two peaks. Uh, for Scott Pilgrim takes off. Anything else you wanted to say about the series before we? Uh...
1: No, no. I think that pretty much covers everything. Yeah, big fan. That was awesome. Yeah, I like I said. I wish it was longer. I wish. I wish there was more of it.
0: Yeah, well, maybe I mean at the end of this we see that maybe there's going to be possibly a season 2, maybe.
1: I hope so. I Hopefully really do.
0: We see Gideon and I think it's uh who is it? Uh RB Plazas oh, Julie. Yeah. Yeah, where maybe they're teaming up uh to maybe break up Scott and Ramona there, uh, maybe there, so. Yeah, maybe there's yeah, I'm all for whatever they want to do
1: after this experiment I think turned out so well. Just throw throw it at me
0: give me yeah. more i wonder if it's going to be tough since all these actors are pretty busy i wonder if it's ever going to be tough trying to get them to do it uh but voice i acting, mean i'm amazed they got them together this time so yeah uh, i mean but voice acting is kind of different though i mean you can basically just do it in your house and then just set it just that's true so it's kind of different there um so yeah yeah scott pilgrim uh takes off there. two peaks